Hiya, hello and welcome to the first ever episode of the Perth Networking Club podcast. This podcast was recorded on Wadjuk country in Buraloo. Perth Networking Club wish to acknowledge traditional custodians of the land, the Wadjuk Noongar people, and pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. So delighted that you have tuned in to this episode. Thank you for joining us. The Perth Networking Club is going to be featuring local, social, community, environmental, non-for-profit, but at the same time, we are going to give you some networking tips for growing your business and understanding how to connect. So tune in every week and we'll give you those tips. Plus, at the same time, you are going to learn about some incredible non-for-profits right here in Perth, Western Australia. We have a guest here today, and this guest blows my mind. He was one of our beneficiaries last uh, September, I believe, and uh, it is Dean from Gossack. Dean, how are you today? I'm good, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for being here. I'm super excited, and uh, everyone loved uh, your presentation last year, and I can't believe we're coming up to nearly 12 months. It's amazing how time flies, hey? <laughs> time flies. But give our listeners a bit of an overview of GOSAC and how that all started, and, and what is GOSAC? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I run a charity called uh, GOSAC, Give Our Australia's a Chance. Uh, which I started about nine years ago now, so when I was 10 years old. And really it all started with my mum coming into my room one morning um, and she showed me a picture, like an ad of a dog that was about to be euthanised that day. Um, And she said to me, you know what, you're not going to school, we're going straight to pick this dog up and save him. And it was a country pound and I still remember the conditions that he was in. He was in a small tight cage in a brick building, no light, no fresh air, nothing. You know, as a, as a 10 year old, it, it really hit me in the heart and um, I wanted to do something about it and make these animals, uh, give these animals a better life. Um, so the first thing that I did was raise a bit of, you know, pocket money from Christmas and birthdays and all sorts. Um, and I put it all together. And then I went down one day and I uh, dropped off some food and some toys and everything. Um, and from there, I just thought, you know, how can I make this bigger? How can I impact more people and show people that there are other animals that need a loving home as well? So I decided to start GOSAC, give Australia a chance. And uh, nine years later, it's just snowballed. It's been amazing. It's crazy that you've been doing that for nine years and and now you've formed it into a a, a full-on non-for-profit, then goes and helps other pounds and other organisations to ensure that you rehome them, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, and and also provide them with support for feeding and, you know, whatever resources they need. So it, it's just such an incredible story. And I can't believe that you were 10 when this all started. And I'm sure our listeners will be blown away that oh, you were 10. Oh, it was 10. so funny. My, my parents were driving me around because I didn't have my license as well. And, and look, you know, your parents are not here today, but there's a lot to be said from your parents for, for helping you and working so hard to, to make that happen. Yeah, 100%. They've been a huge pillar of support in everything that I do. And, you know, my parents, since I was 10, have, have just really pushed me to be my best as well. So I, I do really appreciate their support. 
That's brilliant. And how have they supported you to actually set up Gossack as a non-for-profit? Um, well, firstly, at the moment, I'm using their carriage as storage, <laughs> which I don't think they like very much. Um, but, you know, they've, they've helped me all the way through. And, you know, I think as a 10-year-old, I really needed that courage and the motivation and that support behind me, especially when I was going to big businesses and managers and CEOs and, you know, asking for the support and I was absolutely tiny, so I'd be going up to these massive managers <laughs> just talking about saving the world, saving all these animals, and they probably thought I was crazy. And a lot of them said no to supporting at the start. Um, so being able to get back up from that and keep pushing on, um, and you know, I would go back to the businesses and I'd show them what I've done you know, over a year in GOSAC and how many animals I've been able to save and how much money I've been able to raise. And pretty much all the businesses to this day have said yes to supporting, which is amazing. That's incredible. And I actually saw a photo of you, uh, you know, in the early days. <laughs> I think you were at like a shopping center somewhere trying to rehome some dogs. And I couldn't believe how tiny you were. I was like, how did this kid do this? <laughs> <laughs> I've grown up a lot since then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, even in the last 12 months, you, you look like you're changing. <laughs> it's incredible, your journey and, and what you've been on, and, and that that's really, really cool. Since you uh, presented at the Perth Networking Club, uh, what's been happening? Because it's been nearly 12 months, and I think since then, around that time, you got your Poyota uh, yeah. from Toyota. <laughs> uh, tell us more about what's what's been happening in the last 12 months. Yeah, so like you said, um, got on board with a, a corporate partnership um, with City Toyota, so they've given me a Corolla to, to drive around and drop off donations, because previous to that, I was using my parents' tiny Mazda 2, and I'd be going to city farmers and pet barns and, you know, trying to pick up pallet loads of donations in a tiny car, and it just does not work. Um, so I'm so grateful for their support, and, um, yeah, we've named it the Poor Yota. I love the name. <laughs> Clever <is> twist. <laughs> um, but, yeah, since I came on um, in the networking event, it's just grown so much, um, and, you know, every year I, I just reflect on the work that I do and I think it will never get busier than this. And it always does. <laughs> um, but, you know, to this day, um, I've raised almost a um, million dollars worth of donations. Um, so it's a lot of food um, and a lot of donations to go out to a lot of rescues um, throughout WA. And I've created a lot of new partnerships as well with uh, hospitals. Um, first aid supplies, all sorts. And a lot of that goes to um, wildlife organisations that need that as well. That's incredible. And where do you see, you know, the next 12 months going with, with Gossack? What's the vision for the next 12 months? Um, the thing about Gosek is is always spontaneous, you know, I'll have new opportunities popping up day to day, which is amazing. But uh, really in the, in the looking forward over the next few years, I do really want to take it into other states um, and just create, you know, a bigger GOSAC vision um, and just reach more people. And I'm trying to work with a lot of shelters to start new projects, um, especially during uh, COVID-19 now where a lot of people are at home and they're not out and about, you know, visiting shelters and that sort of thing. So I'm really trying to create a bridge over that to uh, really connect people and, you know, stray animals so people get that awareness and they know there are animals out there that need a new home. Yeah. And there has been a lot of isolation over the last few years. So a part of that has been, you know, a lot of people getting pets, but then there's also other pets that people haven't chose 
to opt for, right? Yeah. So what, what do you think that impact has been with, with COVID and pets over the last couple of years? Um, well, at the start of COVID, um, it was actually amazing because a lot of people were working from home. So I went to, you know, Dogs Refuge in Shenton Park and there would be hardly any animals there, which was fantastic. But as soon as things went back to normal and people started transitioning back into the office, everything like that, all the animals just started flooding back um, into the shelters. Um, so it was quite hard to get through that wave. Um, but I, I'd say through GOSAC, I received an enormous support from the community, businesses, media, so many people getting involved um, to help over that, um, that period. And I think, you know, it, it raised awareness in, in itself and people realised that because of COVID, a lot of people are struggling. Yeah. Um, I worked with uh, Animal Rescue Corporation and Pet Bomb Foundation, um, and we actually started up a, a project uh, called the Active Kindness Operation. Okay. So we'd go around to uh, families at financial risk in Perth and we'd drop off a care package of supplies for, that, for their pets. Um, you know, so people don't have to worry about taking care of the animals and they can worry about their family in that time of need. Um, so there was an, an enormous amount of support during that period, which is which was great. Incredible, Dean. So, so cool. And, and so cool that you've been able to keep the momentum and flow going even during COVID because obviously a lot of things shut down and stopped during that period. And I'm sure you had some lulls of of you know not being able to do yeah, some things yep. but it's it's really great to see that organizations have kept running through those really really tough times um if if you were to give anyone else a little bit of non-for-profit wisdom what would that be um i think one of the biggest things that i learned running gosac was um you know it's always okay to ask for help um and you know from the start of running GOSAC when I was 10, you know, I was asking for my parents' support to help yeah. me out. I was asking for businesses to jump on board and I was asking shelters if they could work with me, you know, to get animals out into uh, events and all sorts. So there are so many people around you that are willing to support you, um, not only in not-for-profit scene, but also just outside in life as well. Yeah. Uh, friends, family, if you're at school, you know, teachers and, and that sort of thing as well. So asking asking for help makes a big difference. And you know what, you touch on a, a really interesting subject because asking for help is not just an important thing as a non-for-profit, but as humans and individuals, we should be doing that more, not just for our businesses and our work and what we run, but for our own lives and our own yeah, mental definitely. stability. Definitely. You know, it's okay to ask people for help, whether you are in business or whether you are a not-for-profit or whether you just as a person need help. So yeah, I think it's a really, a really important takeaway. So just for the listeners, GOSAC was a uh, beneficiary, as mentioned, last year. So Dean, what do you think you've got out of Perth Networking Club, not just the donation we've given GOSAC, what do you think uh, you've got out from connections from the Perth Networking Club? Yeah, um, I've actually come quite a few times, not only to uh, the one that I was a part of, but um, to hear other people speak as well. Um, and a, a big scene in the not-for-profit area is, you know, making those connections and talking to people and creating relationships that can benefit both sides, um, and especially the animals in what I do. 
Um, so it was amazing to meet new people um, and quite a few people were actually getting involved from, you know, handing out my business cards there and, you know, chatting to people. Um, so it's amazing how simple it is, you know, to start talking to someone and, you know, they mention something and then you just get along and they want to help out. So um, I've definitely made some, some big connections from the networking events. That's so good to hear. So glad. And the networking uh, club is is basically set up so that we are bringing business people to connect together. Uh, but we know that uh, non-for-profits, and, and you could probably elaborate on this, non-for-profits really struggle to connect with businesses unless they're just walking in the door, like literally cold selling their non-for-profit to them to try and get sponsorship. So we're trying to breach that gap between business connection, which can still happen, but also bringing those non-for-profits in to the same room as other businesses, right? So I'm really excited to see how those connections between business and non-for-profit develop and the exciting things that happen from that. Yeah, no, it's definitely a big help. Uh, look, I'm sure our listeners are probably curious uh, because you're still a young guy, right? And you've had, what, nine years uh, working on uh, GoSack. What else are you doing? Because I know that this is not your only thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm studying at uh, uni at the moment. So I'm, I'm doing a double degree in uh, engineering and management at UWA. And then I just started working full time at an engineering firm, Stantec, just a couple of weeks ago. Wow. Um, so I've been doing 40 hour weeks, you know, studying and then uh, GOSAC on top of it all as well. And then I also jumped on um, as a director on the board of uh, Community Bank, um, of Bendigo Bank oh, in uh, Canning Vale. Yeah, cool. um, so 70 to 80% of our profits go back to the community, which is amazing. So I'm so glad to be a part of that. Um, and to be on the other side, you know, giving the help and the, and the opportunity to grow uh, for those community groups. Yeah, that's incredible. So from a GoSAC perspective, if we were to throw out something in the world today and say, how can a business help your organization, what would that one thing be? Would it be like, hey, can someone give us space so that you can move out of your parents' garage? Or, you know, what what is it that, that you need right now? Now that you mentioned that, <laughs> storage space is, is definitely um, a big need. Uh, but definitely just get in touch because, you know, uh, the need for, for animal welfare is always changing um, and it can depend on, on what shelters need at that time. But um, getting in touch and, you know, I, I like to set up uh, drop-off points with GOSAC as well um, because, you know, I'm not able to reach all the different corners of Perth at the same time. Um, I like to get businesses on board uh, to collect on the behalf of GOSAC until I can pick it up myself. So if you'd like to be a part of that, um, definitely get in touch. Brilliant. Thank you so much. Uh, we are going to start talking about networking and giving some tips. So we'll be back shortly. Perth Networking Club would not be possible without our incredible sponsors, Boyer, Findex, and Comply Group. Check out boyerenergy.com.au, findex.com.au, and comply.group. now we're going to start talking about networking and I want to talk about the tips and tricks that you can use when you go networking. And I know that uh, for some uh, networking can be full of anxiety and you know I've spoken to people who 
soon as I mention that I have a networking club and I'm involved in networking, they automatically go, can't do that. It makes me anxious. I don't know what to do. I'm scared of going. How do I even start? So what I wanted to start out with this podcast is actually give you some simple tips that you could use to actually attend a networking event. First tip would be to bring a friend for the first event because I think bringing a friend really breaks that ice. It doesn't mean that you need to stay with that friend, but it does mean that the two of you together can be more confident together to go up to a singular person to have a conversation, introduce yourself, say hi. That's a good starting point because then you can get to know the odd people in the room, follow up with them, and then maybe your friend doesn't want to come next time, but you could potentially message that other person and say, hey, are you going back to the event? So my hot tip for networking this time this week is if you are anxious about networking, bring a friend for the first time and make another connection and then use that connection to help motivate you to go to future networking events. Dean, do you have a tip for us? What is your good old networking tip? Because I know you're around the traps. You're speaking to a lot of different people, LinkedIn, you know, knocking on people's doors. What is your hot tip for networking? Um, I think of what I've learned um, over my experience with GOSAC is um, you really just have to put yourself out there and, and push yourself out of your comfort zone. Um, and, you know, just, you know, introducing yourself to someone new can create a whole new opportunity or connection that you never would have thought thought of. Um, and it's happened to me so many times. And I'm so thankful for going up and, you know, pushing myself that little bit further uh, just to go and say hi introduce themselves myself and and tell tell them what i'm about um so definitely pushing yourself out of your comfort zone is a big one for me yeah getting up just biting the bullet making it happen is what you're saying (laughs) yeah definitely you heard it from a pro this is dean uh listen to him his tips are great and he's building such a great uh organization in gosac so super proud of you super proud of what you've been doing and uh jealous in a way that I have accomplished that when I was uh, your age, uh, but I think you're incredible. And and thank you for being a part of the networking club. Last year, I was on a podcast uh, with Taryn, which is the, the Perth business podcast. Taryn said she's keen to have you on, so we'll get you a few more gigs, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it and, and all your support. That was Dean from GoSack. You can hit Dean up on gosack.info or check them out on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. From a personal note, I just have to say to all of our listeners, thank you so much for joining us. Perth Networking Club started in August last year and it has been a very interesting journey through the ups and downs of hosting events during COVID. We would love you to join us to keep giving back to social community and environmental causes and really get these business connections through to non-for-profits, also build each other's businesses up. Perth Networking Club is here for the local Perth community and local business community. And we cannot wait to keep connecting everyone together. So come on down, head to one of our events, and we cannot wait to see you there. Thank you for joining us. We will be back soon. Subscribe on our website and stay up to date. PerthNetworking.club or become a member. (laughs) 